0: Welcome back to middle school It's a zoo out there, so just be cool Don't speak too loud, try to fit in But if you don't, then you can be in Outfit, Repeat.
1: Everyone and a welcome to the Outfit Repeaters. I'm your host Marissa Cantor, and with me, as always, is Sam Chung.
0: Hello, it is good to be back. Um, And I, I mean, what what is there to say about an episode that only takes place in one location? They really stretched themselves here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They did. Yeah, they did. Yes. Um,
0: Yeah. Got got gotta love when uh, a show is like, you know, what we're gonna commit to twenty episodes. Do we have the budget for it? No. This episode will all take place in the bar, <laughs> but you know what? It, it 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 happened.
1: An important episode, nonetheless, because I believe it's the end for Swish.
0: Yeah, man or puppy? What man Who's or puppy? Say? Swish <laughs> was Swish was Swish actually just a dog this whole time?
1: I'd believe it. <laughs> At this point, yeah, anything is possible
0: Marissa, we were just in New York But I don't think we got to all of Joe Pesci's 101 New York musts
1: Definitely not
0: I wonder if uh, breathe in the most toxic air ever in New York City Was on the list of 101 <laughs> New York musts
1: Because we did that
0: Yeah, we did that That was a, That was an event
1: Yeah, and kind of ties into this week's episode Does it? Yeah Okay New York, L.A feelings.
0: I mean, I will say I've never had a pupusa from New York City. I don't know where you would get one, but the pupusas out here are pretty good. That's true. Can confirm. Okay. <laughs> I can't say if it's the water or not. I don't know how you make a pupusa.
1: New York has the water though. I agree with Sid. That's why the bagels are far superior. Uh-huh. But we'll get into all of that. We are finally reunited. Back in the studio, the studio being my office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so much travel.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, for you
1: and you,
0: a little bit of travel for me. But yeah, good to be back. Um, getting that, getting the face to face of it all.
1: I don't know. It hits different over screen.
0: Yeah, you go a little off the rails.
1: No, I don't. <laughs> what does that mean?
0: <laughs> well, you know, just like oh, my computer is dying. Need to go get the charger. Oh, (laughs) I forgot my headphone cable. Oh,
1: (laughs) that's not going off the rails off
0: the rails.
1: If you were just going to use podcasts as a way to like publicly mock me, I will say this is it. We are through. Wow. Yeah. You're on thin ice right now.
0: I'm on thin ice right now. Well, I can say with certainty if we were together, it wouldn't have taken you like days to realize that it wasn't Brooke Shields in the last episode.
1: (laughs) Let it go. I have.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways.
1: Anyways, this was an episode. I have nothing really to say before we dive in. Mm-hmm. Do you?
0: About the episode or just in general?
1: Whatever you want. Hmm. I meant about the episode, but if you have something else to say, feel free.
0: Um.
1: Let's go off the rails, if you will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh nope let's go
1: okay that was unnecessary
0: i was imagining uh like the the price is i understood i understood thank you okay
1: okay so today we are talking about how i met your father season two episode 14 disengagement party in this episode, Sophie pulls in the big guns to help her get Val out of her engagement. Sid and Hannah argue about where they'll live. And Jesse helps Charlie and Ellen through a roommate faux pas. Is it a
0: faux pas? I don't. faux pas doesn't feel like the right word. I don't
1: think it's the right word either.
0: <laughs> a faux pas is like a little bit of like, a, you know... A superstition. When you fully like grope your roommate by accident, that feels like more than a faux pas.
1: (laughs) It is an awkward situation. That is an
0: awkward situation, yeah. It's like, because I feel like you usually hear like a fashion faux pas, and it's like, oh, you don't wear white after Labor Day or whatever. Yeah. This feels like a different thing. This is not that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But let's jump in. Sophie Is over Swish. Everyone is over Swish, but nobody knows Val, you know, in particular, doesn't know how to make Swish go away because he is just too cute, too golden retriever. Mm -hmm. Sophie is initiating a best friend rescue and has a plan to make Swish be the dumper since obviously... Val cannot.
0: Yeah. um, This is much... Well, this is similar to the premise of one of my favorite films, Inception. uh, But the execution was was poorly lacking. Is it? Do you not understand the premise of Inception? The whole point of Inception is to... Okay. No, I understand. But
1: like (laughs) that just felt like I, I, I wasn't prepared for you to take it there.
0: Okay. Well, for those of you who are unfamiliar, the premise... Of Inception <laughs> is is at its core very simple. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and his crew of, of um, I, I don't know, dream invasion people just need to hop into this guy's mind and convince him that he wants to break up his father's company.
1: That's what Inception's about? Yes, similar
0: to what Sophie is trying to do here. She just wants to hop into Swish's mind real quick and um, convince him That he actually does not want to marry Val. Speaking of, you know, going back to my comment a few weeks ago about this show, like in an alternate, uh, like with alternate showrunners being a show that really kind of like uh, stepped out of uh, like the conventional formats and really just like broke formats. Like imagine if this was just like an inception, (laughs) (laughs) like parody, like the entire episode. Uh like I feel like I could have gotten behind that but instead we just got like what it was which was um I felt like not super engaging it was like a series of little moments but nothing that ultimately felt super consequential I mean obviously we got like the the swish breakup but the swish breakup in a lot of ways felt inevitable I don't think any of us really thought that Valentina would end up with like marrying Swish and that Swish would be here for, for the long term.
1: No, we definitely did not. I felt a little bit disappointed. This is jumping to the end, but that we weren't actually shown the breakup. Like it was just like a lot of buildup for it to be like nothing.
0: And for like as serious as we imagined, you know, this relationship being for Swish, it was a little disappointing that like, We didn't also get like Swish's grandmother here, like Swish's parents, you know, like all of these people that would have made actually breaking up at this point in time that much more difficult because ultimately like the reason that Valentina can't break up with Swish, which is kind of stupid, is just that like she sees a golden retriever
1: (laughs) every time she looks at him,
0: which I mean, sure, but. This is also like the grand scheme of your life. (laughs) Yeah. Like I imagine, you know, you've also now accepted the grandmother's ring. Now you have to like explain to the grandmother, like why you accepted this ring and now you're walking it back. I don't know. I just felt like there was something missing here from this essentially engagement party.
1: Yeah. And it was also, she was just so Passive in this entire relationship, and we don't understand why until we get to a moment later in the episode where it's like, Oh, is she still hung up on Charlie? Oh, is she just like, I'll settle because maybe it's the best I can do? But we don't get a lot of Val exploring those feelings in the lead up to that. It's just like, Oh, remember when you really loved someone? Don't you want that again? Mm -hmm. So I agree, too, with what you said about where was Swish's family in all of this. Again, it's like up 20 episodes and not the budget for 20 (laughs) episodes.
0: Yeah, I mean, because we got the return. I honestly didn't expect to see them again (laughs) this season. But yeah, the return of of Val's parents here. And, And... in some ways, like it feels too late to be asked. Like after you're engaged, it feels weird to then retroactively ask for somebody's blessing in like the the order of operations. Like for them to already be engaged and then be like, "Oh yeah, by the way, can I ask for permission?" is <laughs> a little weird. Hey,
1: so can we actually get married though?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, we're jumping around a little bit.
1: We are, we are. Let's let's rein it in this is so much more off the rails than my behavior last week may i just say
0: <laughs> so it is so defensive right now <laughs> i am it doesn't take that much to really just you know make you wobble like the inception top
1: <laughs> okay and going back to inception i have only seen that movie once in my life a full decade ago and i'm pretty sure i half watched it and i only watched it at all because we were so new in our relationship I was like, this is Sam's favorite movie. I have to see his favorite movie. I have to pretend to like his favorite movie.
0: (laughs) Wow. That's so rude because I feel like I quoted your favorite movie on this podcast like two weeks ago. I bet you can't even tell me one quote from Inception.
1: You're so right. (laughs) Rude. The only vivid memory I have of Inception is like the turning set.
0: Oh, Joseph Gordon Levitt fighting in the in the hotel. Yes. And the only reason you remember that is because it reminded you of, of high school, high school music. musical
1: oh, three. This is,
0: <laughs> this is terrible. You're depressing me.
1: Yeah, Scream. Zach Efron's best solo.
0: Okay, let's let's stop. Don't at me. Please stop this.
1: <laughs> okay, let's let's dive into the episode proper. Sophie has a detailed plan to make Swish dump Val, to kill this engagement dead. She even bought PowerPoint to make a presentation, but then never actually made the presentation. Everybody has a role in this plan, everyone. It's very similar to, I feel like this happened in a previous episode with the, like, everybody. Oh, that was when they were introducing a new person into the friend group. Everybody has a role to play. So this is the same thing, except it's getting rid of someone. In this scenario, Ellen is the bitter divorced lady. Sid and Hannah are unhappy married couple who can't stop fighting. Charlie is initially supposed to be the fun bachelor reminding Swish that he'll no longer be able to have casual sex. But Charlie is bringing Julie, Julia, to this party, um, the woman from the previous episode. So that role is now going to Jesse and then Sophie's role is to act old, to keep reminding Swish how old she is and therefore how old Val is. What do you think of this as a plan? What do you think of these roles?
0: I wouldn't, tr- I, I mean, in general, I, I don't trust Sophie to come up with a plan for me. Uh, but, you know, I think there are parts of this that could work. Uh, obviously, the Ellen part of it is a little bit flawed because, as they mentioned, Ellen and <laughs> Swish have met before. So, obviously, they've interacted. Sid and Hannah, you know, sure, they can they can play it up a little bit. Ultimately, at the end of the day, I don't think any of this is really going to impact Swish a whole lot. He seems very kind of, uh, like, even if you gave him the worst-case scenario, I don't think he would think that his life would would turn out that way he would think that, you know, he could learn from whatever he was seeing and and make adjustments in that way. Um, the one that was a little bit funny to me, and I guess this is more kind of like the next scene, was um, Sophie's demonstration of how old they are is just back pain, which I feel like <laughs> kicked in for you probably like 10 years ago.
1: Oh, yeah, as long <laughs> as you've known me, <laughs> I have had back pain.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. Is that really a a sign that you're turning 31 is, is the back pain.
1: Not when you spent 15 years of your life destroying your back via competitive dance. <laughs> that just comes with the territory.
0: Maybe you could sue. <laughs> <laughs> sue who? I don't know. Just all the people involved in your dance career. Sue
1: my body for revolting against <laughs> me at such a young age. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that was that was amusing. And that happens at Pemberton's, at the engagement party. Swish is so hype. Swish sees his and Val's unborn children in her eyes. Sophie pretends to throw out her back. And Swish doesn't care that when he's 31, Val will be 43. He just keeps, like, purring. The closed captions called it a sexy purr. I beg to differ.
0: (laughs) I mean, I think Sophie did say, did call him a horny cat. A horny cat. So, so, yeah.
1: Yes, and he he thinks it's cool being with a more experienced woman. That doesn't turn him off at all. Then Jesse comes in, and as I put in my notes, Jesse is so bad at being a single hoe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Most cringe quote contender of the episode is life is a big old bag of boobs. (laughs)
0: Really, that's the one that you chose from that, from his little speech. It wasn't um women are objects and the subject is sex.
1: <laughs> that's up there, too. The whole thing was bad, but. Yeah. And then Sophie pulls him to the side and is like, how did I ever have sex with you? And his response is missionary, right?
0: I don't know why that line. <laughs> so, yeah, we actually had. A... This is one of the episodes that we ended up watching twice because we watched it on the plane back from new york and then watched again to take some quick notes and that line made you laugh both times i'm like what is it about that line that like really gets you
1: just the fact that that was his response i don't know i just think that like i've like i've said this season i just think his comedic timing has been very on point for me Mm -hmm. it's not even like what he says it's just like the way he says it i don't know it gets me and then after that whole situation, we see Swish interacting with Ellen. He remembers her. She tries to go by Maureen, but as you already mentioned, they've met. And not only does he remember Ellen, he hypes her up and makes her feel really good about herself. And everybody is bad at their jobs, essentially.
0: Which, which again, is not surprising. We knew that Jesse was going to be bad. We figured Ellen was going to be bad. I think that ultimately Charlie ended up not getting a job at all. <laughs> so he seems kind of exempt from this plan. And then Sid and Hannah, I think we're never even pulled like they never even made it out of the bullpen.
1: No. <laughs> like and they, they are the only on ones who were doing their job, but behind closed doors. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we jump over to them and it's the first time they've seen each other in a minute We get the return of Hannah, and every time Hannah is here in an episode, I'm reminded by how much I do actually enjoy her presence, and I enjoy their chemistry and, like, what she brings to the show, which makes me a little bit sad in my, like, it's hard for me. I have to, like, dissociate that, this present from, like, the future ship that I see, because I just... I'm still Sid Sof, but I also like Hannah. It's it's very complicated.
0: Well, I can easily see a world where like at the end of this season, like the season finale is Sid going to LA and then season three starts and he's immediately back. He's back. <laughs>
1: that's, that's where I think it's going also. Yeah. Yes, because so the, the crux of their storyline this episode is LA versus New York. They both have Zillow notifications set up. But Hannah's are set to L.A. She loves her job in L.A. She has friends in L.A. And this freaks it out because that was never the plan. The plan was always for her to move back to New York. But she's not sure that she wants that anymore. This resonates because, I mean, it's something that we have certainly gone through in our relationship. New York versus L.A. Mm -hmm. The fact that, like, they're both not wrong. And... Someone will have to compromise.
0: And I mean, it's too early to say how it'll turn out.
1: For them or for us?
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> a good one. But, um. Yeah, I mean, it did remind, I mean, on that note, it did remind me a little bit. I think like story wise, kind of like what we were saying before. It reminds me of like that, uh, the season break in Brooklyn nine, nine, where they were, uh, Jake and Holt go into witness protection in Florida. And then they're in Florida for like two episodes. We get the pineapple slut era of Captain Holt <laughs> and then, like, they're back. But um, it is, I, I I mean, it makes sense, right, like, that Hannah's building a life out there. I don't know how medical licenses work. I don't know. Is there some sort of, like, I guess it's the same nationally, right? It's not like being a teacher. Like, do you need to get licensed if you move to a different state?
1: I have no idea. It's like once you, she's in a fellowship at this point. Mm-hmm. So at that point, yeah, you just kind of get placed in different, like you apply to a bunch all over the country, and then you get placed. I guess, but it's like
0: if you went to a different country, you can't, just, you like you need a different license. It's true. So I don't know what the deal is, like if it would be harder for her or easier for her if she stayed in LA.
1: Should I ask my therapist on Thursday?
0: Yeah, you should ask your therapist. Have you seen <laughs> disengagement party?
1: <laughs> no. Can you
0: please elaborate, extrapolate on the on the? Uh... No,
1: just like the logistics of like if you wanted to move back to the East Coast, would that be challenging?
0: Uh huh.
1: I won't waste therapy on how <laughs> I met <at> your father. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a fair. I, I think it's fair for her to say, you know, things can change and, like, can this be a conversation? I think it's fair for him to not want to go. It's just, like, there's no right answer, as Mark Consuelo says. So profound, Mr. Kelly Rippa is.
0: I mean, I think there was a right answer because Mark Consuelo's made them see cats. So he's banned from making any decisions ever <laughs> for the rest of his life.
1: Okay. <laughs> so... Also happening in this episode is Charlie and Ellen's dynamic is off. Things are hella awkward, and we don't quite know why. They can't look at each other. They don't want to speak to each other. We're not sure what's going on. Sophie also doesn't know what's going on with this plan that is very much not working. So she comes up with a new plan on the fly. She calls Val's parents. And they show up and just another delightful cameo by them. Mm -hmm. I very much enjoy their presence. I enjoy that the little girl that Sophie becomes around them. um, She has a very like unhealthy attachment to Val's parents.
0: Yeah. um, Weird call out to the Motorola Razor. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. which I think they just released a new model. I'm not sure if that was some sort of like backward sponsorship, but it felt pointed to me for some reason, and I'm not (laughs) sure why.
1: I'm not sure either, but they show up. Her mom's like, you're engaged to a child? You're engaged to someone named Swish?
0: I mean, you didn't even mention Doink. Obviously by dating, I mean hardcore, no strings attached, Doinking. That is right. He was truly hooked up with a comely young lady last night, and it was luscious. <laughs> I didn't realize I had that close so long. I thought it was just going to be doinking.
1: <laughs> yeah, Swish's best friend is named Doink. Val doesn't know what Swish's real name is, which is very <laughs> concerning. Do we know what Swish's real name is? No. Oh, exactly, okay. because Val doesn't know. She's like, that's not his real name. And to which her parents were like, okay, what's his real name? She had no answer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Because maybe that is his real name.
1: Val's parents need to interact with Swish. They need to not give him their blessing. Because for a guy named Swish, he's very traditional. And he can't go through with it without their approval. So dad needs to have disapproving dad face. And mom needs a withering head shake. And they just need to shut shit down with Swish. Mm-hmm. How's this plan?
0: Uh, I mean, it seems like half a good plan. Mark is just is smoldering. So <laughs> there's no way around that really. I mean, the mom I guess has a good a good head shake, a good disapproving shake. Withering. Yeah, withering. Yeah, I mean, I think we we the writing's on the wall. This is not going to work.
1: So then we jump over to Jesse who is noticing that the vibes are off with Ellen and Charlie and asks Charlie, "What's up?" This is when we learn about the faux pas The awkward situation, the grope. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it turns out uh, Julia and Ellen are back twins. Marissa, do you have a back twin that I should be aware of? I
1: don't think so.
0: Before I make a grievous error, a grievous faux pas, as they say.
1: I don't think I have a back twin who would ever also be, like, living with (laughs) Now that we're married.
0: I mean, I don't know. This may I didn't realize this was something I needed to worry about until yesterday.
1: You don't. This isn't a real thing. (laughs) This is just, again, they needed to fill time. This is what they chose. They
0: chose back twins. Back twins. I mean, there's less, uh, you know, people are like very impressed when you have a real twin for whatever reason, even though it wasn't your fault. But they're like, oh, you look exactly the same. But... It's easier from the back. There's less features to emulate.
1: Sid and Hannah are still arguing. You know, what does LA have that New York doesn't? Pupusas, apparently. Better pupusas. They just taste different. Maybe it's the water. No! New York has the water. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. And, like, my thing with this storyline is I wish that it dug a little bit deeper but that's not the show so i don't know what i was expecting
0: i mean she says that like she's making friends
1: yeah but like when he's like what does la have that new york doesn't and her answer is better pupusas <laughs>
0: yeah if that's your first inclination then it's probably i uh, i i mean i feel like that's easily workaroundable. at the same time though i think everybody has a plan when they're you know in High school or college, and then the plan gets kind of like thrown up into the air. Like this is what twenty twenty two. I'm sure none of them planned for COVID.
1: Did COVID even happen in this universe? Did co-
0: I don't know. Did COVID happen in this universe? Unclear. Do we think we'll get an episode now about the crazy smoke day?
1: <laughs> in like season three or four? There's the l- it's a
0: weird timeline thing. Where yeah, I mean theoretically. Was Sid's idea to open a bar kind of like while COVID was still kind of in its tail end a good idea? I don't know. Yeah, probably. like
1: was <laughs> how much of his business was impacted? Because we saw firsthand last week in New York, a lot of our favorite places no longer exist. True. And that sucks. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's all of these like questions about, I don't know there's a lot of questions about this show. So then we go back over to Swish and Val's disapproving parents who very quickly fall for Swish.
0: Well, yeah, Swish also has a plan. like. But do we actually think he'll stick with trucking from D.C. to Philadelphia or wherever he said for five years?
1: I mean, if he can get a sick condo at the end of it.
0: A sick condo where? That's the question. <laughs> like, you're going to truck for five years, nights, and then... Get a condo, I'm assuming outside the city.
1: Yeah. I feel like you appreciated um Val's dad's like low-key drag of just like we have some concerns. <laughs> Valentina doesn't have much money and you're still in school.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is nothing concern? is nothing he said is inaccurate.
1: No. Swish also kind of goes the route that, yeah, I can't wait. Mad respect, but I just love your daughter too much. And hey, by the way, didn't you propose right after high school? So kind of like in a sweet puppy dog way being like, wouldn't it be hypocritical or is it not hypocritical for you to be coming at me right now?
0: I mean, we're seeing some of those chops that got Swish into NYU right now. (laughs) (laughs) You thought Swish was just, you know, fun and games, but Swish Swish has got some... Some uh, debate skills.
1: Swish is everywhere. Like Michael Seminio also had a guest starring role on the last season of Never Have I Ever. Just getting around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'll always be Love Victor to me, though. But whatever Swish does, the magic of Swish, the golden retriever energy, it works. Her parents love him. The bad news is we gave Swish our blessing. The good news is you get to marry Swish. <laughs> Even they, Swish impressed them so much that they even go so far to say, Val, can you really do any better than this child husband? I mean,
0: who has Val really brought back? I mean, I guess we learned that Val really hasn't brought anybody back to them in quite some time. Like they've never, have they not met Charlie or did they meet Charlie?
1: Unclear. But this is when Val's like, no, you're right. Maybe I can't do better than Swish. Maybe I should marry him. Now back to, wow, I my notes got a little wonky here because I have little headers for each POV switch. What I meant to write was Jesse saw Sid naked, but I wrote Jesse saw Jesse naked. And I, I mean-
0: <laughs> Jesse saw himself <laughs> naked.
1: <laughs> You're just typing so fast. Things happen. But long story short, Jesse tells Charlie that he understands- being in an awkward situation with a roommate because he once almost joined Sid in the shower. And seeing your best friend in sex mode is one of the hardest things to bounce back from.
0: Yeah, if um, weird role-playing is your kink, this was the episode for you. <laughs> Between Charlie being like a, a pig on a dairy farm <laughs> <laughs> and um, Sid referring to like his genitals as the evidence
1: really weird stuff. Yeah. And this really impacted their friendship. They didn't know if they could bounce back from this. But then one day at a bookstore, Jesse picked up Joe Pesci's 101 New York Musts.
0: (laughs) Yes, he did. On the plus
1: side, I got to see Woody Harrelson's penis from the inside. (laughs) After we finished watching the episode, I noticed that you looked up if it was a real book.
0: Well, yeah, that's just such a specific... Okay, it, I was just confused a little bit because, like, nothing about any of the musts were specific to...
1: Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. <laughs>
0: it it was just, like, a generic book of New York activities. Like, I think they, you know, they went to, like, one of the stores with New York memorabilia, and they, um, they went to a Dylan's candy shop, and they went to, like... A, <laughs> and they went to the top of a building. Uh, nothing about it screamed... Joe Pesci. Yeah, it was specifically
1: tourist. So I was like,
0: is this a real book? It is not, by the way. Although Joe Pesci, you know, I think now has an easy in if he wants to to move forward with said book.
1: So if this cured Sid and Jesse, Charlie is sure that it can help him and Ellen. So they are off.
0: Yeah, completely blowing off Julia. Yeah, she
1: leaves. (laughs) Which, like, fair enough. Sam, did I skip over another induction?
0: You did, yes.
1: I apologize.
0: I know. How dare you? Shall we? Oh, you want me to play the clip first?
1: No, I wanted you to Oh, do yes. the induction.
0: Okay, so this came from uh, Sophie. And Sophie is talking about how Val's parents have really disappointed her in their newfound approval of Swish. And Sophie says that she hasn't been this disappointed in hot people Since she saw Heidi Klum throw out a burger because it fell in a puddle.
1: On the plus side, I got to see Woody Harrelson's penis from the inside.
0: Heidi Klum, welcome to the Woody Penis (laughs) Club. In fairness, though, if I dropped a burger in a puddle, I don't know that I would be able to continue either.
1: That was a weird... That was a weird...
0: Like of all th- of all the things to be like disappointed in somebody about like i i i understand that one it's that's not inherently disappointing no, in my opinion
1: i agree so outside pemberton's from there sid meets val's parents who were sent outside on timeout by sophie this moment was sort of the heart of the episode for me it kind of was a moment that led to one revelation that led to another revelation. And it was also such a interesting way to force Sid to interact with (laughs) Valentina's parents.
0: Yeah. Speaking of, I mean, going back to the Woody uh, penis club for a second, (laughs) um, did you notice something weird here about this scene? Tell me more. So they're mentioning this specific instance where they could not come to a compromise. They had to go with an A choice or a B choice and Val's mom says that one time she wanted to see the British Spider-Man. Who did Tom Holland pay not to be inducted into the Woody Fiends <laughs> Club? <laughs> <laughs> or I don't even, actually... Are they talking about Andrew Garfield? Like which Spider Man are, t- are they talking about?
1: There are two British spider There were spider- two
0: British spider Yeah, there were two <laughs> British Spider people. Did they both pool their money together <laughs> to avoid being inducted into the Woody Penis Club? Or did who who are the writers afraid of <laughs> at whatever agency they're at, where they're like, you know what? We can throw all these other celebrities under the bus, but we draw the line at,
1: at Tom Holland. <laughs> either
0: Tom Holland or Andrew Garfield. <laughs> So strange, so strange for a show that rarely has any issue with just randomly name dropping somebody for them to say the British Spider-Man.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I guess it would have chronologically if the options are cats or Spider-Man, it would have been Tom Holland logically, but that doesn't exempt Andrew Garfield from also being a British (laughs) Spider-Man. There's so many weird things about that line. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well they made the wrong choice ultimately
0: but you know what you can't induct uh, a nod it has to be a full name drop
1: that's true
0: yeah so i just thought that was weird
1: that is weird
0: but cats welcome to the Woody's
1: <laughs> on the plus side i got to see woody harrelson's penis from the inside i didn't know that you could now induct a piece of media
0: anytime you can drag cats you do it <laughs>
1: I don't know. I will say for what it's worth, seeing cats in a movie theater (laughs) was one of the most enjoyable movie going experiences of my life. Mm -hmm. I took notes during that movie of crowd reaction.
0: Oh my God.
1: (laughs) It was so good. It was so bad, but it was so good.
0: Yeah. But all, all that to say, I think the takeaway is that, you know, there are some decisions that you really can't compromise on. You can't have half a child and you can't. Well, I guess you could walk out of Cats and into Spider Man. So that one's a bad example. <laughs> you can walk out of Cats if you don't like it. But yeah, you can't compromise on kids. Really, it would be cho- it would be challenging. Yes. Unless you wanted to be a foster parent.
1: Oh. Uh, well, uh, uh, probably not the right motives for being a foster parent. Probably not.
0: <laughs> but would I put it past this show? Mm. No.
1: No, but. Yeah, the takeaway from Mark Consuelos is sometimes there's no right answer. There's just your answer or hers. In the case of their big compromise in terms of having more children versus not, he chose hers.
0: He, I feel like he really doesn't have that much say. Ultimately, like he doesn't have to be pregnant. So, (laughs) Um, I guess they could have gotten they could have split up, but like. The options would have been, I guess, split up or go with her decision.
1: Well, yeah, but like,
0: like there was no way he still, could convince her.
1: <laughs> no, but that—that's the point, right? Yeah. That that was the choice—is um, go like if having more kids was important enough to him that he wanted to like leave. That's a choice too. But yeah, didn't see that happening for them.
0: Well, it's kind of also it's a it's a harder decision once you've already had one kid. Like he probably wishes that they had that conversation before they started at all.
1: Right, because now it's like what you're just going to leave yeah, because this one now, child that you Yeah, because it's do not have. like you can
0: just like add on kids when you've already broken like you're not going to just have a your yeah. other kid is not just going to be like, "Oh, I get it. You left us to have more kids with somebody else." It's not yes. like they're additive.
1: Yes, he they would have brought Valentina into a broken home. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So
1: But this conversation really resonates with Sid and it prompts a revelation. He pulls up an old video that he made after their engagement party, which I had almost forgotten was the pilot episode.
0: Well, I was also like, whose tablet is this? Everybody's using this tablet to show videos.
1: And like nobody knew each other at this point either. (laughs) Like that was the kind of day that, The Sophie group and the jesse Sid group came together.
0: This was back in the Ian days. A whale exploded on me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He made a sweet video for Hannah that night that ultimately says that they can make it through anything together, whatever it takes. And he says that he wants to live up to that promise and that la can be on the table it can be a conversation if hannah loves it so much it's got to be worth loving Mm -hmm. so that's where that's where sid falls by the end of this episode i don't think it's where he's gonna stay but it's where he's landed for now that video then ends on a clip of val and charlie being all like lovey-dovey that sophie sees which she shows to val and that Finally, seeing that love, Sophie saying, look, like, you and Charlie, maybe endgame, you maybe not, but you did love each other. And if you can get there with Swish, great, I'm happy for you. But, like, if you can't, don't settle. And then that is what finally forces Valentina to see the light and break Swish's heart.
0: Yeah. Uh Which we
1: didn't see. Like, we should have seen that.
0: I mean, I don't know what uh what you expect you could have gotten out of it ultimately.
1: Well, this was just like a multi-episode arc. Show us the breakup.
0: Do you think did she give the ring back?
1: <laughs> she must have.
0: She had to have, right? She almost yes. sold a bint, a pint of her blood for it. So That's true. So is Charlie single at this point? I can't really tell where he and Julia left off.
1: I believe so. I believe that him and Julia aren't the I mean, implications, they're, they're, they're you think not, the
0: implication is that's the last we're seeing of Julia? I think
1: so. I and see. I don't think they were very serious to begin with.
0: I mean, they did follow them back to their apartment. They did abandon a bachelorette party to go back to their apartment. An apartment that also isn't even Charlie's. Like, what was he going to do? Like, crash in Sid's room? <laughs> it's so weird.
1: Yeah. They followed them from, remember, a bar <laughs> on Mercer Street to the Upper West Side. Yeah. At the end of this episode, we learn that Val broke Swish's heart, but he got happily married weeks later and now owns an island, which kind of undermines everything that was built up about Swish and Val.
0: As in like Val made the wrong choice? What do you mean?
1: No, no, no. As in like, okay, like, I don't know. It was just like, why was he built up to be such a like lovesick, like serious, like, oh, I have a plan. It's Val. I have this five-year plan blah 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 but then it was just like oh he bounced back quick
0: well I think the point was that Swish falls hard very fast
1: I guess it's not Swish it's not that piece of it for me it's the like Val's complicitness in the whole situation that I never really understood like this whole storyline didn't really do it for me
0: well yeah and also the fact that it started before the hiatus and then we had like three months to forget about yeah it didn't really work because i yeah like i was kind of mentioning before the circumstances by which this started are still a little bit fuzzy especially because sophie ended up breaking up with john corbett so it That's felt why. like it was a competition at first right and then once that ended I don't understand why this continued.
1: Neither did I. Yeah. But it's over now. And so is the awkwardness between Charlie and Ellen because they did everything on Joe Pesci's list.
0: Yeah, now Sid and Jesse both have like trauma.
1: (laughs) PTSD and have to go do it all again.
0: Yeah, exactly. The end. The end.
1: Overall, this episode was pretty mid for me.
0: Yeah, I agree. It was clearly a filler episode. In a lot of ways. I
1: appreciate that it did have, it did continue a storyline. It wrapped up a storyline, but I'm ready to put Swish behind us Mm -hmm. and move on. Yeah. Sam, who is your MVP in this episode?
0: My MVP, and uh, I don't believe that I've done this before, although someone feel free to fact check me because we've done so many of these now. I'm not sure. But my MVP of this episode has to be Joe Pesci um (laughs) without joe pesci we'd have four characters in some serious trauma and um joe pesci has saved now two-thirds of our main cast (laughs) (laughs) from um having like severely traumatic events just ruin their entire lives so i don't know that i've ever nominated somebody from the woody penis club as my mvp but if so congratulations (laughs) <laughs> to to Joseph Pesci
1: <laughs> I'm gonna give one last MVP To our guy Swish
0: Swish is gonna have the most MVP's of anybody <laughs> this season Because you keep doing this uh, Okay why does Swish deserve An MVP here
1: He is well meaning <laughs> He had a plan He It's not his fault that everyone around him Is less mature than he is I feel for the guy.
0: You feel for Swish? I
1: feel for Swish.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. And I hope that Doink got him through that tough time.
0: I mean, Doink is an econ major. He probably was the one who got him that island.
1: That's (laughs) true.
0: Although, what? They said the U.S. government gave him an island for free. When has the U.S. government ever given anybody something for free?
1: I think the implication was that even the U.S. government saw Swish as a puppy.
0: The U.S. government of the Trail of Tears. Are we thinking of the same U.S. (laughs) government giving some land away for free? Are you serious? (laughs) That U.S. government?
1: Oh, my lanta. (laughs) To a person of color, no less.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Well, on that note, (laughs) I think that's a wrap on how I met your father. Season two, episode 14, this engagement party. As always, you can follow us at Alpha Repeat Pod on Twitter, at Alpha Repeaters Podcast on Instagram, and email us at AlphaRepeatersPodcast at gmail.com.
0: Yeah, if you liked this episode, you can find any of our earlier episodes about how I met your father, Lazy McGuire, or any of our previews either at our website, www.paginatedmedia.com, or on any platform where podcasts are available.
1: And we will be back next week to talk about How I Met Your Father, Season 2, Episode 15, Working Girls.